Match day live, extra reaction to Tottenham 1 at Wolves nil. Harry Kane's goal, the difference between the two teams. It was a second-half corner. Son took it in swinging delivery from the left-hand side. Perisic with the flick on. And basically, Harry Kane just got the better of Nathan Collins. They were involved in a bit of a tussle. Collins got caught ball-watching. Kane made a couple of movements, steps through his right-hand side, found himself all alone inside the penalty area and headed the ball in, and that was the difference between the two sides. 50-50 in terms of possession. Wolves with far more efforts on goal than Spurs over the course of the 90, but the vast majority all came in the first half, where Wolves were actually pretty good, and we were all relatively pleased with the way things had gone. But the longer the game went on, it just Wolves just found it harder to really trouble Hugo Lloris. We'll talk it all over in the company of the Hall of Famer Andy Thompson and the former Wolves women defender Claire Hakeman as well. And Claire, I'll come to you first. What did you make of it all over the 90 minutes? Yeah, it was a game of two halves, wasn't it? I know it's a classic phrase, but um, we dominated that first period and it was great to see. I think there were some great passages of play in there as well. I think we looked sharp, bright. Um, lots of energy uh, and I think Spurs struggled to actually handle us a little bit in areas but yeah we had chances but not enough uh, shots on target to, and just a classic you know Wolves at the moment not being clinical enough in front of goal but second half as you'd expect Spurs came out pretty strong um, I mean if you look at it they've hit the crossbar they've hit the post um, and it was just a matter of time really I suppose it was heading in that direction and think a little bit just daydreaming maybe by Nathan Collins unfortunate I think because I thought he was playing brilliantly up until that point I think he was you know he made a goal saving challenge um, against Son when he was absolutely through on goal um, so that was fantastic but then he just kind of lost his moment stepped away from the wrong direction from Kane and it's a, it's a free header Harry Kane is never ever missing that one is he so um, just a bit disappointing um, I think the, the subs almost made us a little bit disjointed obviously a lot of those haven't had minutes yet this season or masses of minutes so I think it's just going to always be a bit disjointed I think it'll be key now for us to use the Carabao Cup the League Cup game to get people minutes get people playing in in the way that the philosophy that Bruno wants to play with and um, getting everybody match ready and and ready to slot in and and contribute where they can. Is that a mitigating factor Claire do you feel the fact that this was Martinho's first game this was Nunes's first game with the team not his first game of the season but his first game with the team the first minutes for Raul Jimenez for a good couple of weeks as well. And, and, you know, and we're still in a situation where there are other players coming back from rather lengthy injuries and stuff. So we're still not quite there, are we? We're, I just said to Tomo, we're adding jigsaw pieces as we go along, but this is not quite the full team yet. So I don't know how much, and Tomo, you can come on on this in a second, how much, Claire, you know, we can really assess where Wolves are at this stage because on the face of it, it's 10 games without a win, right? But a lot of those, obviously, are the back end of last season and whether we need to put that to one side and and just focus on this evolving, developing team right now. Yeah, definitely. I think it is an evolving squad and I think you can see that. And like you say, some players, we're almost late to the party a little bit slightly. I mean, some people at teams that have had their squads established and good to go from the start of the Premier League season. I know the transfer window is open for a period, so it's never going to be quite like that. But I do feel like we're playing catch-up. We had no not masses to go out on the bench at Leeds, so that made it very difficult for us. Uh, and now we're adding back players that are coming back from injury, some some of them long-term. Troy Ore's coming back into the squad after going out to Barcelona. So it's very disjointed. It's, I think it is going to take us a few weeks just to settle in. But equally, 
there's going to be frustrations because you've got to start getting points on the board and, and you know as it, as it stands we have we have we've got one point from three games and I think fans will be disappointed but I think equally you've got to say that I think Spurs will compete at the top end of the table they'll definitely be going for Europe at minimum um, so it's a tough place to go and expect to get some kind of results so it's a tough fixture to come in this early anyway but I think with the fact that you've got Newcastle Bournemouth Southampton are our next three. That is key. So I think after those three, we can start to have a little bit of a conversation and say, look, let's, let's see where we're at. Because by this point, you, you are under a little bit of pressure and the points need to come because obviously we don't want to be in a position where we're at the bottom end of the table and, and scratching around for results. On that point, Tomo, when can we assess where this Wolves team are at? I say it is, I think it's not, a, I mean, it is an excuse, but it's not, if you know what I mean, in terms of, you know, we are seeing players coming back. We're, we're seeing strength all of a sudden. And we are seeing a developing way of playing. And for, for large periods of this game and large periods of the other games, it's been good to watch. It has been good to watch. But the point everyone's going to make, got to score goals. Yep. So where do, where do you assess them? When? When do you assess them? Well, you're assessing all the time. I, say, I know we've only had three games and I know he's brought two new lads in in the last week or so um, people have come back from injuries but unfortunately we need results we need results we need a cutting edge from somewhere we need something uh, I'm hoping that Jimenez coming back into the squad the two new signings coming into the squad are going to give us that cutting edge because I say like, there's no doubt about it the way that they played in the first half um, and I think that Jimenez now coming back into it I think he'll start to be the pivotal point in, in mm. the player in the team but we've got to get a cutting edge from somewhere but I think that as Claire was just saying there we've got three games coming up um, which are going to give us some kind of idea because you can't keep saying oh we're doing this we're doing this we need results we get it's, it's in desperate at the minute well hang on Let, let's let's debate that uh, and the two of you you know you both played the game at very good levels so so let me uh, let me put a point to you on, on both of you because you say like we need points we got one more point and one more goal than we had at the same stage of last season. I know that's a pedantic point, but it's one worth making in terms of we are watching a team evolve, right? From a back five to a back four, from a different way of playing in midfield and with slightly different forward players and stuff. So what's more important, points on the board or watching a style and identity develop? Well, uh, you would want both. But you want both, you yeah. Want, you, want, you want both. <laughs> but unfortunately, you ain't going to get all the accolades and you ain't going to get all the the fans behind you as such if you keep don't get results. You've got to get results. Hello, Claire. Is Hi. <laughs> Maybe from Portugal. Um, but, um, yeah, you need results. It, it doesn't matter because, say, you don't want to be playing catch-up. You don't want to be battling because there becomes another yeah, kind of pressure then. The point I'm making is that we, we were worse in terms of goals and points after three games last year. But the performances last year. But they, they managed to put together a really impressive run. And for a period, we were in very much in European contention. So what I'm saying to you is, are we not better placed now with the squad we have now to go on that kind of run after once it's all bedded in, yeah. But so look, how long is it going to take to be bedded in? That's that's the problem. So look, we can't keep waiting and waiting for the for to bed in because at the end of the day, you're looking at the league and look. Say so look, it'd be great to be near the top uh, in the league and challenging for Europe and all that. But again, we've we've got the players late, as Claire said, it's the two players, and I know they've got to settle in. Hopefully, 
sooner rather than later because of the, the players that we've got at the club already, um, i.e. the Portuguese players. So you're hoping that they're going to settle in. But I sometimes would like to see us play worse than we did in the first half, but score two goals. And so, look, because at the end of but the day... is that sustainable? Yeah, but we've got to get results, mate. We've got, okay. We can't just keep saying, oh, we're playing well, we're doing it this week. Oh, we've created lots of opportunities. We've, we've just lost another game. So, look, we can't just keep going week after week saying I'll, that. I'll let Claire come in and then I'll come back here. Go okay. on, Claire. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Tomo. It's, it is a bit of both. You need the results on the board, but you need the performances as well. So, yes, we're embedded in a different style of play, but you've got to get points on the board to build confidence almost, then you can take risks once you've got the points in position. But I think the key bit here is that Guedes and Nunes have only come in in the last week, like, realistically. Obviously, he started, it was a sub against Fulham and he's come on and obviously Nunes has come in in the last couple of days, scraped into play, pretty much, goes straight in and we did speak at the end of last season about players coming in to affect the starting eleven, and those two will, because I think they both played well. Um, especially considering first, you know, full debut. I thought both of them did well, and I think they'll only get stronger each week with playing. And that is a, the key: is just getting these combinations right and getting people playing and getting people minutes on the pitch ready to impact. But we're looking for the first time today. We've got a bench to go at. I think this time last year, we had a stronger squad-ish. Maybe at that point in time. Now we're still adding, and we're still adding, and we're still saying we're, not, we're lacking the cutting edge. So if a striker comes along. Because I think all it will do is, in turn, put Jimenez in a little bit of competition for places, raise his standards, training will get better, and performances and points will then come. Because the performance is, you know, half there. We were literally half oh. there. And lots of people, you know, on, on TV, the talk is about how well Wolves did first half. But second half was all about Spurs. There's, all the feedback is about how well Spurs managed the game out and, and obviously got the three points. Yeah, because the biggest concern is, OK, playing decent football... But my biggest concern would be, because this is something that's not just this season, it's been in the past seasons that we've been in the Premiership, scoring goals. And again, confidence if you, if is low with people having an extra touch, wanting a little bit more time. That's going to start to come into it a little bit more if they don't get it sorted sooner rather than later because they need to score goals. They need to get something on there. A cutting edge, they need it from somewhere. And I'm hoping that it's just going to click and just going to work in the next two or three games but mm. they need something from somewhere in front of goal I'll ask you both about the two new players in just a second Danny says playing much better than the table suggests a fit Jimenez and an additional striker and was sorted Steve says played okay-ish 10 Prem games on the bounce with no win Nunes looks decent Raul looked good when he came on uh, Dan says 0.62 xg from 20 shots Tells a pretty damning story. Steve says we were by far the better team first half. They were the better team second half. They scored. We didn't. We're hopeless at defending corners. Even against Fulham, always scary. Uh, really want to remember what it's like to win a game, says Steve. Uh, Guy says great first half, not so good second half. If we sign a striker, we'll be fighting for Europe. Uh, didn't like uh, Treore's attitude. I'll come back to that in just a second. One here with a gift that's just suggesting... It's like Groundhog Day. Uh, Huge Wolf says starting a finisher and we've won it by half time. Golf Wolf says a lack of bravery costing us points. Mark says we're desperate for a goal scorer. We have everything else. We can't hammer home our advantage when on top. Uh, Wolf Out of Water says it doesn't matter who we have in the striker position. Makes no difference until we're more direct. Uh, 
we need to bring some wins, hardly any goals. And if we continue like this, we're on relegation form. The last 20 Premier League results make terrifying reading. I say, listen, I understand the element about last season and the back end of last season. It was highly disappointing the way they tailed off. But I think you have to draw a line in it from May and start again yeah. from the from the play because it's a completely it's different got, group gone. of players that's, now. That's, that season's gone. So that season's gone. There's players coming uh, come and gone, Salah, and that's the difference. It's about the, this team now. It doesn't matter about what we did last year, about the amount since the last time we had a win. We've got to just focus on what we're doing now. We've got to focus on making sure that we get the best out of this squad and this team as we can. And, and Bruno's trying to do that by changing the formation, bringing in different players, um, and making sure that the players who are playing. And look, I, th I thought the first half was good. And you could see a style that we was trying to play. Uh, without still without that, that yeah. cutting edge, but you can see something happening there. But we know the, the hardest thing to do is to score goals. That, that's that's what it is. But we've just got to make sure that we've been that little bit more confident up in that top third or around the penalty area for me. Chris says we're getting there. Deserved a point. The introduction of Raúl in particular gave us the focal point we've been missing. Collins looks exceptional. Yes, at fault for the goal, but seems a class acquisition. One more centre forward in the window and we'll be up there for sure. Uh, DJ says decent on the ball, but toothless in and around the box. We need a striker to give us the goals we need. He didn't like the way Adama played when he came on. Again, we'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, he thought Neto was poor today. New boys looked good, though. And Collins was unfortunate with the mistake as he was probably man of the match. Uh, ben says 10 straight games with no win is not a good look. We've covered that. Uh, another one says, all too pedestrian and predictable and lack to kill a touch. Too easy for Spurs to sit back and absorb pressure. Pedence, Neto and Traore all lacked their usual energy. On a positive note, once we do sign a striker and the team fully gels, we are going to fly. Uh, Dan says, we need a striker. Definitely played well. Adama played his part. Collins done well, but switched off for one second and got punished. Get a striker in and maybe another midfielder and we will be decent. Carl says, striker needed Mikey. Uh, a few more comments about Adama Traore. Uh, Chris says, seen enough today to convince me that we'll do well this season. Striker incoming and will be sweet. And another one says, I like your enthusiasm and glass half full. But I stated we need a centre forward pronto before next weekend. Um, so there's loads more messages. I'll come back to a few more in just a second. But Claire, on the new players that came in, let's start with Nunes. What did you make of his contribution today? Yeah, I thought he did really well, especially considering he's literally probably trained for what two days and then and then come straight into a starting eleven at Spurs. You know, like a huge stadium to to go straight into. But um, I, I thought he did really well. He keeps the ball very well. I don't think he gave it away very rarely. I think he gave it away. He looks strong. He looks keen to to get on the ball and, and attack. So I think the combination with him, Neves and Martini, I'll be really interesting to see them develop and. Um, I'm almost quite intrigued to see what will happen on Tuesday for the Carabao Cup because if I'm Bruno, I'm a bit probably thinking should we be getting this combination that he wants to be starting? Should they be starting and then get others' minutes? So getting the combinations, it'll be interesting to see what he goes at because everything will be built towards the Newcastle game and what he wants to what he wants to play and what what he wants to work. But yeah, I was really impressed with him. He had a couple of decent chances, didn't he as well? One from this, uh, strike from distance and. The header from Neves a little bit unlucky that it that it swung wide, but um, yeah, really promising. I think he'll be good. I think he'll be decent. And you know, the amount of money that we pay for him, obviously, you're expecting that. But he also played without pressure. I don't think he seemed to be overawed by it at all and settled in pretty comfortably. 
Yeah, so uh, just getting back to the cup game, I just think that possibly it might give him the chance to, like you say, bed people in, just get the formation right, hopefully get some goals. Yeah. So, so that would be, I, I think Jimenez will probably start. Um, for a definite, I think he'll probably stop. But I, I don't think he'll change that much because I think that still early doors, still that people are finding the fitness after pre-season. But again, I think that he'll try and build some people's confidence in that top third for me. I think that he'll. It's an opportunity. Look, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not going to be a walkover with Preston, but like I just think that it's an opportunity for him to say, "Look, just go out there and, and play um, and have a go at goal." What I liked in the first half was just trying and having a shot from distance because rarely we try and walk the well, we try and walk the ball in. So look, it was nice to see players having a shot from distance. But again, it's making sure that we try and test that keeper. Um, Tuesday night, by the way, we will. We haven't really got time to do it tonight, but I do want to do it on a, on what is the best combination of front three. If it's going to be a three, because if Chamartinia wasn't injured ahead of Leeds, they would have played four three three there. So ignore the four-two-three-one thing for a time being. It looks like Bruno's preferred formation is four-three-three. So if it's going to be three, we kind of know the three in midfield. So we need to kind of just debate that. And we'll debate that on Tuesday night because what I want to do is ask you both about Adama Traore because there are a lot of messages about him. And we kind of mentioned it a little bit, Tomo, in commentary. I, I there was a, It felt like it took him a, a, a little while to get up to speed. And then when he did... And he went back to just what Adama does, which is knock the ball past someone and cross it. He started to look a threat again. How, what do they need to do to get into his head to say, look, the Barca thing didn't work out, but there is still a role for you here, but you have to come and absolutely grasp it and well, take it on. Well, he's got to come to the party, hasn't he? So look, at the end of the day, I'm watching him when he's first come on. And we said it about the other day against Fulham. He hardly touched the ball when he came on a sub. Today, it was about 10 minutes into the game, and I said, there's t- two of the subs that have come on who haven't even touched the ball yet. And, <laughs> and look, for me, if you're a winger and you're trying to be a threat to the opposition, you basically get yourself into a position that's going to cause a problem for the opposition. You didn't see that. At one stage, he was standing right next to Johnny. At one stage. That, it, it, we're playing four at the back. We ain't playing wing-backs anymore. He needs to be more advanced. He, might, he needs to be looking... Like he wants the ball in, in the first instance. And and at the minute, looks, he's an asset. He's an asset to any team with what he's got. But it's to get his head right to be an asset to the team. And at the minute, what I've seen, he, his body language, uh, I might be totally wrong, but he doesn't look like he just he wants to be here as such. Mm-hmm. He, I know he's probably disappointed about not being back in Barcelona. Um, but for me, I'm here. Have a go. Why not? It's the best thing to do. If he wants to move, he wants to get himself a big club or a decent club after his contract runs out. I don't know how much of it is that, Tomo. I I just wonder whether this this setup is not about him. It does not play to his strengths, right? So it's almost like how do you get into him to say, listen, there is a just do what you do because when you come on in the game in that in that time frame. You know, the, the little neat passing and passing it back to Johnny and stuff. You don't need to do That's not what we're bringing you on no, for, Adama. No. But don't get sucked into doing what everyone else has done for 70 minutes because that's not what we want you to do. No, well, the reason why we're bringing him on is to be something different. Yeah. And the thing is for me, so look, he's come out there, and if this is me, I'm in the last year of my contract, 
I want to go out there. There's no better stage than the Premier League in front of millions of people watching the game to go out there and show people what you can do. If you're coming on and your head's not right or you're not playing in the position and you're not getting the ball and playing to your strengths what you know you've got, what's the point? At the end of the day, you've got to go out there and think, and, and this is where somebody's got to get out, either the players or the manager or the coaching staff, have got to say to him, look, if you don't want to be here, that's fine. But you've got an opportunity when you're coming on to cause mayhem and be an asset to this club, which is going to benefit you. Forget about us. This is going to benefit you in particular. The, more, the better you play, the more that you offer us, the more goals you score and the more assists you have is going to influence what you're going to get a move out of. And that's what he's got to try and get into his head. And I know people have tried to do it, mm. and it hasn't worked for whatever reason. But we know what he can offer this team. We know what he can offer this club. You saw it when he got the ball for the one run that he did. There's three or four players around him. And as you touched on in the commentary, well, there must be space somewhere else for other players. And that's what he does to, to teams. So, for me, I think that he just needs to go out there and think, forget about Wolves, forget about what they did. I need to be playing for me. And that's going to benefit this team. And that's going to benefit him. And I think that we're going to get the best results from him once he gets that mindset in. Um, there was a lot of strength that came from the bench, Claire. Uh, say Adama being one, Raul another. Nelson Semedo um, had an interesting little cameo uh, uh, left back. He's been off the bench the last two games. Um, I mean, listen, we're expecting changes, and I think there will be changes. And I know both of you are of the view that perhaps they should start a few more Especially senior when you players. Had a, you had a win. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think I think let's be honest, we we probably all know what the team will likely look like on Tuesday night. But it, it, it's about raising questions for next weekend and and who gets certain roles. And actually, Claire, there's a lot of positions you're not entirely sure of, right? Yeah, and in a way that's kind of good, isn't it? Because it's competition for places and we've actually got a few decisions to make rather than, you know, against Leeds, it pretty much picked itself. I think most people knew what that that side was going to be like, despite obviously the late uh, injury to Matinho. But I think today I was I was wondering whether Samedo might come in for Eight Nori, um, and Eight Nori uh, obviously Johnny then go over to left side. Um, I think he struggled a little bit again, Eight Nori defensively. But what he offers going forward is is fantastic. So it's not like he doesn't offer. But, you know, he, he pulled back for the, the chance where he got into the final third and just couldn't pick somebody out. Obviously, the keeper intercepted it. But it was a great position, great bit of interplay to get into that position. But I think he also had, a you know, a bit of a struggle on that far side against Emerson Royale. Um, I think, you know, it was a tough game for him. So I think Samedo and, and Johnny will be t- t- a combination that I think will, will get tried out at some point. Um, I think Dendonka will always his attributes are you know the energy that he brings. I think he's all, he's always going to be the next one on uh, in terms of centre midfield, if not competing to push push one of the other three out. Obviously, dependent on what happens in the transfer window, because you never know what's going to happen. Obviously, till the last second, and then obviously Jimenez. I expect him to be starting now, and I think then it's two of. Podence, Neto or Guedes. I think Neto was too deep today. I don't think it, it probably... He was very disciplined, know. wasn't he? Very yeah, disciplined. Yeah, and I think, I think he had to be, and I think that would have been the direction that he was given. You know, I think it was clear that he was sitting almost like a right wing-back at points, but actually what we lost there was the threat that he offers going forward. So I think he was having to put so much energy into the defensive side of his game. We lost 
the flair that he brings to the party in the final third. Um, and you had Guedes and, and Podence there that were the two focal points. So it'll be interesting to see these combinations that happen over the next few weeks. And But you've got to have these kind of options. But like Tomo said, and like we said before, we've we've got to see these you know performances turn into points, goals, because from a player's point of view, it builds confidence. Like the, the, the players will start to feel a little bit of pressure. Your confidence rises as you get results. So it's a bit of a two-way combination of like finding the right balance that's going to get us the points. And I remember us doing this this time last year, talking virtually the same, saying at some point we need to win ugly, you know, win ugly, go and get some points on the board, then start playing with confidence and playing the football that we need to. But there's going to be a point where we need a little bit of luck. You know, I suppose we had it in a way against Fulham with a penalty save from Saar because, you know, a bit of a lottery with a penalty shootout. That could have been... We could have been sitting here with no points on the board at this point, and that would be tough, wouldn't it, from three games to have zero points. At least we've got that one, you know, and we dominated in that game and got our clean sheet in the end. But um, I think we've got to go and get some get some points on the board. Newcastle will be tough. Southampton will be tough. Bournemouth will be a tough place to go away as well. Tough. Albeit, they sound, you know, on paper, everybody thinks that, you know, they're the winnable games, but it doesn't work like that. We know how the Premier League works. And then you go into a run of Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City. Wow. Yeah, and then the tough games come, tough, tough games. So, you know, um, I think it's going to be interesting to watch, but I think points are key. Points and goals yeah. is what we've got to go for. I, I interviewed Nuno enough times to know they're all tough teams, they're all tough games. <laughs> he told it me every single week. Uh, so don't you start, Claire Hakeman. Sorry about just, that. I've only Sorry. just about got over all of that. Uh, <laughs> Pam says we need to be faster and stronger. Aidy says best performance for a long, long time. Deserved more, but still need a striker. Jay says really positive looking back. We could have had two goals easily during that first half. Disjointed in the second half with the subs, but we're only a fit hungry number nine from being a quality side. Uh, the brilliantly named Space Cowboy says first half was really good just couldn't make the most of it when we were on top second half we started to look tired and spurs looked better not much in it though over 90 minutes signs i think are good taylor says just seems to be a lack of tactics going forward that we subbed off all three starting forwards says a lot to me let's hope it clicks soon uh gears aware says we're crying out for a target man in the box and basher baz says our best display of the season out of three that should have been brackets just got beat by top man Kane. Will improve, but we need another striker. Neves was ace. Uh, what are you thinking in terms of uh, player of the match from Wolves' perspective today? I thought Collins played well, apart from the goal. One mistake. One mistake. And it cost them. Yeah. yeah. That's the difference in the Premier League, though, isn't it? That's what that's what can happen to you. I thought I thought Collins played well. I thought Collins marshaled the, the back line pretty well, him and Kilman. Um, I thought first off, especially the, the nullified their attacks, read the game well, um, and as you said there, the, the difference is that you switch off, and this is what you can't do in this league because of the quality of what there is. You switch off for one second, lose your man, end up losing the game. And uh, apart from that, I thought he, he played really well, um, Collins, um, Neves, again orchestrated everything in that central position. I thought played well, but probably and look and now like. We conceded and it was his man, but I thought Collins played well today. Claire? Yeah, I would. they would be the two that I'd pick out as well. I thought Collins was solid and literally, you know, he was in the right position at the right time, getting his cover on. Um, obviously, that challenge on Son to cut out what was going to be basically a goal. It was just, you know, it was a fantastic challenge when he, he came from nowhere, really. So, 
just a little bit is unfortunate, isn't it? Just a lapse of concentration, and and I'm sure he'll be really disappointed tonight with that one himself. But you know, that's what happens defensively. You know, it's you know one mistake and it can be a goal. So, but him and Neves, I thought were the t- the two standout players for me. I thought the new the new boys as well contributed. Um, but I think there's more to come from b- both of those for sure. I think first half Guedes, you know, it was a real threat and. Spurs spent a lot of time just bringing him to the floor because they couldn't quite handle him, and I think that tells you a lot. Um, so he was our main outlet in that first period. But yeah, exciting times to come. We just need to get the uh, the goals and the points on the board. It's easy, isn't it? It's easy. Easy. We just need goals. There you go. Simple as that. Oh, we just Simple. need goals. Please, just some goals. That's all we need. Just goals. Goals. Uh, thank goals. you, Claire Hankman and Andy Thompson for being with us today thank you everybody for listening and we'll be back on tuesday for uh match day live extra building up to the carabao cup game on tuesday night against preston north end and then it's uh newcastle i think the week after these two are just waving at each other from uh their respective zoom cameras and next door um sun shining in tottenham um wasn't shining on wolves today unfortunately but i do think there is an element of uh, Wolves evolving and developing. And so I made this point. It's pedantic. It's worth making again. After three games last season, we hadn't scored a goal. We hadn't got a single point. We're already one of each better off after three games this year. The only way is up, everybody. We'll see you soon.